All right, so I was asked to teach this class. An email went out a few weeks ago asking for people to uh, cover the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, and I don't know if it was an accident, but they included my name on the list. So I uh, agreed to teach one of the classes. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys get your money's worth at least. But, um, but tonight, uh, if you haven't been with us, uh, we've been, as I said, talking about the fruits of the Spirit. And uh, up to this point, uh, we've had love, joy, peace, patience. Uh, now we're on kindness. Um, this is uh, an interesting topic. I actually uh, asked for this, and uh, Todd Brenneman was coordinating it, and he said uh, uh, that someone else had already taken it. And uh, So I said, well, that's, that's all right. And I guess it was a little act of kindness there, and that Mark Brenneman gave it up and said, no, it's okay if that works out, because that worked out best with my schedule and my, the chaos of, of the end of the semester. And uh, he gave it up, so I, I'm appreciative to, to Mark uh, Brenneman for giving me this this option instead of the, uh, one of the other slots. But uh, uh, again, uh, I was also asking you, thank you in advance for being kind to me as I, as I maybe struggled through this lesson. Uh, as, as, as I was walking out the door with my family, um, my wife said, uh, our daughter said, you know, daddy's teaching the class tonight. And I said, uh, and, she, and our youngest one said, oh yeah, I, I knew that. And uh, said, you know what he's talking about? And I said, kindness. And she said, oh, that's easy. So. I guess for a six-year-old, maybe it's easy, but uh, uh, getting up, I, I hope I, hopefully I do a good job. And then, then we asked her, you know, is, or she asked, my wife asked her, is, uh, is daddy kind? And she said, well, sometimes, uh, <laughs> except when he has to get on to me, so maybe I need to work on that, I guess. But uh, hopefully, I, hopefully I do a good job. If not, uh, my name's Leon Willis. You can, you can come, come afterwards and, uh, and complain about me, so I'm, I'm just kidding. I like Leon. I'm just picking at him. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is a... The study of the fruits of the Spirit. So we're in Galatians 5, uh, 22. Uh, and so the, uh, the, the fruits of the Spirit are an interesting topic for, for Christians and, and for me, I mean, specifically in the sense that uh, um, what we're talking about aren't things that, uh, they're, they're things that, of course, they're of the Spirit. And so we, we need to uh, uh, work on those and have those uh, as, a, as a component, you know, of our lives and who we are. Uh, but these aren't the things that, that really we, you know, struggle with, or, or that we think of, not, not, they are things we struggle with, I guess, but, uh, but they're not the, the uh, things that, you know, as, as society, when, when you think of uh, uh, some of the bad things going on out there, we, we don't think of these things. We, we think of, oh, uh, you know, bad people are people who, um, you know, kill and uh, rob and assault and, you know, all these do drugs and these sorts of things. Uh, and, and, I think in this case, if you look at uh, the scenario here, uh, Paul understood that as he was speaking to the Galatians, and he said um, before he got into the fruits of the Spirit, just as a reminder, I know we've, we've gone over these several weeks, but just for those of you guys just tuning in who came just to hear me, I'm sure, um, I'm, I throw in a lot of bad jokes, but, uh, but anyway, he, he said that uh, uh, in, in the first first eight words of, of uh, Galatians 5.19, you know, depending on the version, I think it's about the first eight words, he said, the acts of sinful nature are obvious. Uh, that was in IV, or now the works of the flesh are evident. Um, and he went through and he clarified some of what those are, sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, and, and so on. Um, but, but that's not really what, he said, those are clear, those are obvious. What we're going to talk about and what you need to have uh, to work with are, are some of these, these fruits, uh, that, that maybe, maybe we overlook sometimes. Maybe we don't, uh, uh, don't give as much thought 
uh, to as, as uh, we ought to. And, but it, in reality, if we're called to be like Christ and to evangelize, uh, then it's not just avoiding those bad things. You know, there's the flip side of this message here uh, that, that we need to do, uh, have these things in us in order to bring others to Christ. So there's a, a you know, evangelism aspect to this and that, uh, sure, you know, you're not bad people, but this is what we need to work on if we're really going to bring people to Christ. And again, that's what we're, we're called to do. So, uh, you know, you think about it when we, uh, when people see you out and about, maybe they see you not drinking or they see you not killing people or not, you know, doing all these bad things. Uh, that's not what makes them think, man, I really want to be a Christian like so-and-so, right? It's the, it's, it's this flip side. And that's, that's what we're, we're really focusing on. It's, uh, it's about what could lead lead others to, to Christ. And so Paul knew these things. He said that, uh, kind of prefacing this, um, these scriptures. Uh, he said, if you, know, if you want the, the Spirit to work in you, you have to bring these things into your lives. So, uh, so he gave us a list of virtues uh, in, in this case. Uh, he named kindness, but not just here. We see it in other, other parts of the Bible, Galatians, uh, or I mean in Galatians here, but also in 2 Corinthians. Um, but it's no coincidence we see it throughout the Bible. Um, but in reality, as I was preparing for this and thinking, I'm thinking, you know, kindness. Kindness isn't the, uh, in the English language, this isn't the strongest word, right? And, I mean, we think of a lot of things, but uh, I don't see it as particularly strong in the sense of it's just this powerful thing, be kind, right? We think of it as maybe a simple thing. Or, um, and so I feel like it's something, maybe in today's culture, we often overlook it, uh, something that you can do and, or, or not do, and people might still consider you to be a good person. You ever think about that? Some people who maybe they're not the kindest, but they're good people, right? Uh, and so we all know people who are not bad. They're not the kindest, but, you know, we don't look down on them too much. So maybe here it's included, though, like I said, because of its, its ability to help us evangelize. And so we'll come back to this later, but, but think along those lines of, you know, even in, in today's society, because maybe it's not such a common or powerful thing to most people, uh, it's something that when we hear it, we, we see people with this hero status because of their acts of kindness. I mean, you guys think in the news and, and so forth. Um, but how would, how would you guys define kindness? Maybe how does the world define kindness? Before we'll, we'll kind of start into that. Anyone have any? What do you think of when you think of the idea of kindness? Maybe, and maybe you have a different perception. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, as she said, going a little bit above and beyond, doing things that you didn't necessarily have to, maybe, again, for other people. Anyone else? How, how do you think the world typically defines it? When someone says to be kind, what is the... Yes, ma'am, in the back. Okay. So the, the quality of being friendly, generous, or considerate. So those are, again, sound like, like nice things. Um, sound like good, and they, and they are. Uh, and I had, again, looked up, uh, as, as I know Alan did last week, uh, it's always good to just see what the definition by maybe the world standards are here. The quality of being kind uh, is what Merriam-Webster said, but Oxford said the quality of being friendly, generous, or considerate, as you noted. At, but both of them kind of said it was a kind act, and I just referenced you, Alan, so that's probably why you felt obligated to come in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, but, but worldly kindness versus biblical kindness, those are, are absolutely good things. I think, though, as hopefully you'll agree, is it's a little more than that, a little more than uh, doing a kind thing. Or sometimes, actually, it's maybe, maybe uh, limited to the niceties. You know, we think of someone as being kind who, uh, 
maybe someone who is nice or pleasant. Maybe they smile a lot. Uh, maybe they laugh when we tell horrible jokes, not dirty jokes, but horrible jokes, you know, and like, like I try to do sometimes, but uh, dry jokes. Uh, but but uh, people who, uh, in some cases, maybe just put on a good face and they do a kind act, but is the action alone necessarily exhibiting kindness in, in the sense here, do you think? So, so she said for, again, people who are listening or, or couldn't hear. Sure, Paul, so Paul's describing the Holy Spirit is what she's saying then. Uh, that. The legality or legalistic point of, yeah, sure. It's, so this is, this is the more in-depth uh, aspect of it. So, uh, again, to... So she's, she's saying, again, I'm just repeating you for everyone here, so saying we have to be imitators uh, of the Holy Spirit, and these are the, the characteristics there uh, that we need to, uh, to exhibit. Uh, and so, again, in these, and they're all kind of lumped together, uh, and some of these, you know, we see what some of these words, as we'll go into here in a little bit, some of the times we see these words lumped together, and they seem similar, but, uh, and there's maybe a reason for that, but, uh, um, but yeah, if, if we think about this, these are, these are things that we have to have in us. Uh, and, and, and so it's not just, these aren't simple things like being polite. You know, they're lumped together because maybe it's not one or the other. It's, it's, it's all of these. And so maybe not just someone who's polite or, or, or nice or kind, acts in a kind way when it's convenient. Of course, that's clearly not what we would expect. But uh, sometimes in the sense of the word kindness, we might have people explain that, oh, they did a kind act or they did a nice thing. Uh, or they, again, they smile a lot. They're generous. Um, uh, and, and, of course, I, I think of, you know, in the... In the South, I'm not from the South, I'm not picking on the South, but I feel like a Southern now, I guess. Southern, I've been here long enough. Uh, a lot of people are, are nice in the sense of the word, maybe nice and, and kind on the surface, but uh, that doesn't always mean that they kind of exhibit kindness, does it? You guys know the sense, and, and I'm not, again, not picking on Southerners, but we, we uh, politeness, sometimes we associate it with, and real good at, at being polite, and I work to teach my kids to be polite and to be kind, but. Uh, you know, just that surface level is not, not what we're talking about here. Um, for example, you know, in, in a lot of sense of the word, I, I tell my daughters to be kind all the time to one another. Uh, how do you think they, they interpret that when I say be kind when they're fighting? Be kind, be kind. Be gentle. Okay, be gentle. But for them it may just be, okay, we're not being nice right now, so we'll stop being mean and, and we're kind, right? And, and I think sometimes the world takes it to that, that extent. Uh, that it's just uh, surface level. We treat each other well. Oh, I'm sorry. Patrick.
That's right. And, and in some cases, and, and I, I believe there are, again, I'm not a scholar in the sense of this, but there are different words used for kindness throughout the Bible. And some, maybe in the Old Testament, there's, uh, it's like hesed, or if I'm saying that right, maybe my, like a loving kindness, uh, which is much deeper than what we're, we're talking about uh, when I say, or what my daughters maybe interpret. I, I want them to be compassionate to one, one another. I want them, you know, to treat, be gentle and treat their fellow uh, you know, sibling in this case, or fellow man in, in general, I want to raise them up to be that, but I think in some, some cases we take it as, uh, it's a kind act, uh, even maybe if it's, uh, you know, when you tell a little kid to be kind and share their toy, you know, I shared my toy, that's fine, I'm kind, you know, I was kind, you said kind, I shared my toy, I'm, but, but if we do it, again, with, without that, that uh, uh, some of those other terms, again, that are lumped together here, uh, then, then maybe we're not truly being kind in that sense, so, um, you know, in some cases, and again, I'm going through a lot here, and then I'll kind of jump on, but, uh, you know, we, we see people who are kind maybe to, in a tit-for-tat scenario, kind of, you know, I do this so that someone else would do something, and, you know, is that really kindness? There are lots of scenarios where, you know, and maybe in some cases, uh, I, I don't want to, because there's actually biblical examples where uh, I think people were kind, and they said, no, show kindness to my family, if you please, please show in that, in that scenario, but, uh, but in some cases, you know, people who uh, claim to be kind or maybe doing so in such a way that I'm just doing it. I'm not really, it's not really in my heart to be kind. I'm not loving kindness. It's, it's more of an act that I can get that uh, paid back. Uh, and so I think of, you know, maybe even backhanded compliments. You guys know that, that concept, right? So uh, of, uh, of it, which again, I would not be classified in my, or I think in this context, but uh, if I were to say, uh, you know, Leon, your hair looks really nice, so much better than it used to. <laughs> or, uh, you know, I don't care what everyone else says, you're pretty good. Leon gives me that a lot, but uh, he, uh, we know it in a joking way. But in, in reality, some people, you know, take on kindness as, hey, I said a nice thing, I said a kind thing. But in reality, no, I don't, there was something to it. Again, I know when Leon and I uh, joke, it, it is a joke, but see, uh, uh, so yeah. That's right, so, so in reality, it's, and it's lumped, lumped in with these as well, and so really, uh, if we are to love one another, I, I think what I was eventually going to get to here is that I, th I think we have to uh, inherently be kind to one another in order to, to show that love. Uh, so it's, it's uh, you know, really, really not, not a simple thing or not an easy thing that we can just say, I was kind, move on, and, you know, I'm a kind person. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Certainly, and that's what, not to say any of the acts of kindness, I don't want to get people misunderstand me, but to say that the acts of kindness themselves are not, you know, uh, cannot inherently be a reflection of a kind disposition, but, but I, I think you're right, and at least that's kind of my interpretation as well, is that it is something that, 
kind of grows inside you uh, a kindness so that you're not, um, again, what? Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, you keep, I'm sorry, she's, she's tried to speak several times. I apologize. That's right. Um, did, No, it, it, yeah, it's not. It, it is much easier to be kind to people who are kind. No, I, I agree. Um, and, and so, again, if it, as, as we've seen, it's, it is, you know, I'd, I'd like to say that I'm always kind. This is something, you know, some of the others, uh, the more I think about this, this is something that, that uh, it, it is such an intricate thing, and, and, and it's, it is easy to be kind to people who are kind to us, being kind to people who are unkind to us, or we feel they're being unkind, or maybe when we're in a bad mood, that's the difficult part of things, and that's really what, in our spirit, and the, if we're really going to model you know, this after, again, the Holy Spirit, these characteristics, uh, that's, that's a tough one uh, in, in a lot of scenarios. And so uh, it, it is if, uh, if we're going to, to put that on, uh, which, by the way, if uh, in, in Colossians uh, 3.12, uh, it mentions kindness here, uh, and, and I'll, I'll read, let's see, let's see, Colossians 3.12, um, kind of in the context of how it's lumped in with other terms. You know, we, we do often see it with goodness. That's the next, in the fruit of spirit, next week you'll talk about goodness. Um, and, and things like mercy, love, grace, uh, compassion, gentleness, we think of, think of them in those terms. And so sometimes maybe it's hard to distinguish what is this kindness, uh, or, or maybe sometimes we think that, well, it's, uh, it, it's not indistinguishable on its own. And I don't think that's the case. I think, I think it's something that... Uh, it's so close re related to some of these other ones that we can't, 
you know, have kindness without these other things. And so, uh, anyway, in Colossians 3.12, what I was going to read, uh, it says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Uh, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Uh, and so, again, it, back to what you're saying about love, what Susan May was saying, uh, it, it is. It's something that, and that's what binds all these other traits together. Uh, and we can't necessarily show our love without maybe some of these other ones, or we, we have to show them in order to really, truly show, show people love. But an, another thing, though, uh, to, to my point is kind of what Don and, and others have said, uh, is that... Uh, one part in the, in the verse 12, Colossians 3.12, it says, where it says, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly beloved, clothe yourselves. That's in the NIV. And the other one, it says, put on uh, these things. So again, if it's something I need to put on, then maybe it's not, it's not just the act, although again, the act is, is a symptom of, of what's inside me, of my, my disposition as a kind person. But if I clothe myself in kindness or I put on kindness, then it's a pretty deep, that's a pretty, pretty serious thing that I'm going to have to work on you know, outside of just... Uh, oh, here's a good opportunity that's convenient. Let me go and, you know, help this person. Or I've got some money in my pocket. That, one, that person needs some money or a meal. I'm going to do it. No, kindness is, again, that can be a reflection of that, but it's something that, that uh, we were always working on. And as you said, Anna Marie, it's something that maybe older people who are mature, more mature Christians uh, have had more time to develop that. And, and we do see it more in those cases. And, you know, some younger People, I guess I still consider myself young, uh, or work, need to work on those things more. But it is, it is a, a very important trait in that sense. So, um, so again, two things from that verse. All of those are bound together by love. And, and two, it's something we have to, have to put on. Um, in, in, yes, sir. Sure. Uh, there have been several good observations anyway. 
good points. Um, and I guess to, to further along and how we, we've, as you mentioned and others have, we have both sides of this coin. And so in, in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, just another verse that kind of, it speaks about kindness and other things, but it also shows us the, the flip side of the coin. And I think in one of my graduate classes I had, uh, we were talking about theory, what theory is. And uh, so the professor said, well, let's, maybe let's describe what it is not. And so we had an article called What Theory Is Not, and it helped us understand what theory is by understanding what it is not. In the same sense, we, we can understand kindness and love and these other things by, uh, as, as he pointed out here, these are the sinful, obvious things, but also in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, uh, it said, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another. I think here he flips the coin and says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as uh, God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God um, as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So, um, again, it's, it's impossible to be nice if we're doing this, again. And these other things, uh, again, this maybe comes with maturity, but it also not just growing in this, but putting these things away. And so, yeah, it's a great, great observations, again, as, as we go through this. So does anyone have any, you know, maybe biblical examples of, of kindness that you can think of that stand out and maybe why, what, what happened in those? No, there's, cool. okay, a good Samaritan, clearly, yeah, clearly a, a, a scenario of, of kindness, and I think we're showing these to, again, uh, to kind of model, model after. Um, again, as I was looking, you know, uh, for this several times, the, uh, the example of uh, uh, Mephibosheth, if I'm saying that right, in the Old Testament, Samuel 9 came up. Uh, and, it, and it told the story of uh, King David and how he was uh, in, in this scenario. And I'll just tell you it real quick. I'll try and kind of summarize it um, time-wise. Is this, uh, I think, 7.15? Uh, so in the, anyway, in 2 Samuel 9.1, uh, Mephibosheth, uh, there was David, King David. He asked, he said, is there anyone still left in the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? And, of course, him and Jonathan had, were, were good friends, and Jonathan had helped him out, and although Saul, you know, not, not necessarily, so, so at the end, and, uh, it says, now there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba, uh, Ziba, if I'm saying it right, they called him to appear before David, and the king said to him, are you Ziba, uh, your servant, he replied, or, or you know, uh, this is, I'm trying to, let me see which version, that's, the NIV, sometimes I read from that, because the easiest, but I have that in the New King James here, here together, uh, in the New King James, uh, when he said, uh, at your service, instead of, you know, your servant in the NIV. But he said, uh, as, as he went forward, uh, the king asked, is there no one still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness? And I think here is where he's talking about uh, this loving kindness. Um, has said, I believe is the, the original word. So Ziba answered the king, there's still a son of Jonathan. He's crippled in both feet. The king said, where is he? Zeb answered, he's in the house of Machir, son of uh, Amiel in Lodabar. So King David had him brought from, uh, from there, from the house of Machir, son of Amiel. Uh, when Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, your servant, he replied, uh, don't be afraid. David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. I'll restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul, and you'll always eat at my table. Now, um, then the, uh, Mephibosheth bowed down and said, what is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? I mean, he was in, in such shock that this kindness was be sh being shown to him. Because again, think of his grandfather had you know, tried to kill <laughs> David uh, in, in earlier times. And so he's saying, what am I? I'm just this, this guy that's this 
grandson of, of Saul again, who's kind of, you know, disappeared when, when the Philistines killed Saul and uh, Jonathan. He lost all his inheritance. He was really didn't have a lot. He was crippled, so he couldn't really work in that sense. Uh, and so he's saying, what, what is this that you're showing this kindness to me? And uh, really, the only thing was because, again, he had, I guess he cared so much for his father. He, he thought so highly of him. And, um, but what he did from there on, he went... Uh, and he, the king summoned Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, I give you your master's grandson, uh, uh, everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him. This is for Mephibosheth. Um, so that your master's grandson may be provided for him. And Mephibosheth, grandson of your master, will always eat at my table. Uh, and then just kind of skipping down. Uh, so Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. And uh, as it goes down, he lived in Jerusalem because he had always ate at the king's table and he was crippled in both feet. But it's one of those things that this was a guy, again, who had nothing, really had no reason, in this case, David, to be kind to him other than uh, uh, he, he had, again, knew and cared for his father, but he showed him this godly, this loving kindness. Uh, and so it's kind of a, a, a neat, neat example of uh, kind of like we said, being kind to someone for no other reason than to be kind. And I think that's, that's a good example of, of what, what God really uh, and what Paul really was talking about here in Galatians is, is kindness for the sake of, of just being kind, for, for showing God's love. And, uh, and so, uh, anyway, I think that, that is a tough thing. There, there are, of course, other, other cases in, in the Bible. In the New Testament especially, we, we know that God was kind to us. Um, that's right. Yeah. In, Yeah, the, the best model, yeah, in the New Testament, it would be, of course, Jesus in all of the scenarios where for no other reason to be kind than he, his, his love, yeah, for, for others. So. Sure. So, yeah, as she was saying, yeah, just loving people who, who weren't deemed worthy to be loved or cared for, and, and so that's the true kindness here. Yeah, Larry. Yeah, so as, as Larry was saying, it's, it's, a, it's a love that, that we show, you know, regardless of whether we get a benefit, is, but it's for the, the benefit of the other, uh, the other person. And so, um, again, it's purely, I mean, we, this is common sense stuff for us in, in a lot of the sense, but it's, uh, you know, sometimes I, I think I need to work on this more than any other thing because kindness, I, I think we overlook it, as I said at the, at the beginning. Uh, and w- with that said... Um, Kind of to change gears a little bit, but can can kindness sometimes seem unkind? Can we are there things when places times where we may be acting in a kind way, but it may not come across as that in anyone? Okay, well, the example at the beginning where my daughter said, "Yeah, right before class, <laughs> we were walking out the door." Yeah.
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The wisdom of Pinterest. So. <laughs> but no, it's a very, very good point. I'm not, not blocking it. Uh, but it, so yeah, definitely with, in order to help. So back to the, the situation, kind of zoom out, looking at we're doing it for the best. Yeah, to them it doesn't seem as to yeah. be kindness, but but big picture, it's it is to better their understanding, their learning, their knowledge, their their future for themselves, right? And and as you know, and as Christians, that's that's we're called to help others in that sense too. But uh, sometimes we can ask and tell and maybe uh, recommend people to do things, and maybe it doesn't seem like the kindest thing, you know, maybe when we're trying to help. Yeah, uh, but but it uh, may truly be maybe the best act of kindness. We were you going to say something else? Okay. Okay. Yeah, and that was the one I was referring to earlier where she said, you know, be kind to my family. You know, if please be kind to my family. And that's kind of they worked into this deal. But, yeah, it was uh, definitely kindness there in the sense of hiding them and protecting them and uh, for the sake of, uh, of that. I, I guess she didn't necessarily have anything else to gain from it, you know, the true, maybe truest sense of kindness in that. But, but again, um, there's a... Kindness, as I, was, as I was saying, it can sometimes seem unkind. And actually, a verse in Psalms is what, uh, what I found that uh, made me think of this. And that is, uh, it says, let a righteous, righteous man strike me. It is a kindness. Let him rebuke me. It's oil for my head. Let my head not refuse it. Yet my prayers continue against their evil deeds. So, uh, you know, sometimes kindness can be painful. You know, we experience kindness from other people and we don't don't see it as kindness at first, but but looking back again, maybe as a as a child being raised, or uh, as a friend telling me what's best for me, and me not seeing it at the time, or a spouse, uh, so so forth. Uh, so uh, trying to lost my place here, uh, but but anyway, it doesn't necessarily mean being pleasant. You know, sometimes speaking up for what's right, so our brothers or sisters understand what what God wants for them. Um, with that said. We can be unkind when we try to maybe correct or, or give guidance to other people too, right? And so we can be thinking, well, just because you, you know what's best for someone doesn't mean <laughs> the way you say it is or, or it's necessarily going to be kind in the sense that you, you apply that. Uh, if you think about, uh, I, I know what's best for maybe a friend who is doing something that's you know, against God's will and I tell them in a way that maybe guilts or shames them into, uh, you know, it's ultimately not going to guide them back to, to God is, is truly probably not kindness in that sense, right? It's, uh, uh, kindness would be, would be a way that we actually allow other people to see God in us so they do want to come 
come over to our side, you know, if you will. So um, it's, uh, it's definitely an interesting, interesting topic. Uh, uh, I think, uh, as I said, most of the examples where people can do nothing in return for us is, are clearly some of the best. Uh, anyone have any examples of kindness maybe that you experienced that, that you were able to see from maybe a, a Christian or someone who may be more mature in, in their faith and you, you uh, kind of look forward to or, or maybe some practical ways to apply this? in any scenarios where just I, I think about we yeah Patrick Yeah, absolutely. I think in, in church services is a great way, especially, you know, again, looking for, for scenarios here. And just, I mean, from a practical sense of what we can do, and, and I think service is the best, and it's, it's helping the person who maybe can't help themselves, or they're in a, uh, whether it be an elderly person or someone who, as we see on this prayer list, that the, the number of people who maybe just to visit for no other reason than help lift, lift their spirits, not because you get something. Although, it... it yeah, in reality, I mean, when you're kind, it, it does feel good at times, right? I mean, when you're, if you're truly, if it's in your heart to be kind, it's, it's a blessing back to us, I think. Uh, David. Yeah, it's the the feeling that that comes with it. It is, it, and and I, you know, which I guess in in uh, 
some cases, it, it's, uh, it can seem like, hey, I, I'm just trying to maybe take credit or whatever. But the reality, yeah, there's, there's such a, it's such a blessing, and it can feel so good that uh, that's, and ultimately that is changing our, kind of our, our disposition in that sense. Very good. Yeah, so, I mean, from a, it, it is all around, that's a good way to put it, a win-win. It's kind of like, a, and I, I like to think of, again, donating to the church and other things. It's something that it, we can, I think a, a kind, maybe hearted person where, where God wants us to be is someone who, who wants to do it for the sake of, because it, it is such a joyous thing and it is helping other people, not because, hey, you know, someone saw me give, again, in that scenario, or someone saw me do a good work, but, but absolutely it. Uh, although that, that is good if they see that and they, they say, hey, I want to be like you, not, you know, again, to, to lift you up, but because if it lifts, lifts God up. And so ultimately that's the goal of where we're at, right? And these things that, uh, that the, the, the fruit of the Spirit that, that we talk about here, uh, all of these various things are ultimately things that should be seen in us for the sake of, of glorifying God. And so uh, I think it's, it's 716. Does this class end at 716? 15, 715? Okay. Um, I appreciate you guys, you know, chiming in. I only had about three minutes worth of material, so you guys really helped me stretch. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I do appreciate the, the comments. Uh, if, if you guys would bow with me, and we'll, we'll uh, pray as we leave here. Our Heavenly Father, we're, we're so grateful for this time to come together, and I'm, I'm so grateful for the people that uh, we have in this church and the, the ability uh, and, and the thoughts and the uh, the hearts of the people here to come together and to uh, uh, to to want to learn and to grow, uh, so that we can glorify you. And I hope that that as we walk out of this uh, this building, we will be be more kind and uh, and work to grow and mature in the the various fruits fruits of the spirit, so that uh, ultimately your kingdom will grow and and people will see those things and be touched in in uh, a positive way. And we're thankful for your son and the the kindness that he showed by by hanging on that cross when he absolutely had had no reason uh, to do so. Uh, other than, than for the love that he had for us. Uh, and, and we thank you for that. And uh, we ask all these things in his name. Amen. Just in time. I feel like those were behind my... <laughs>